Welcome to the STR Home Financing Podcast, where we believe a legacy is something you build, not just something you leave behind. And now, here's your host, Jeff Chisholm. Hey, this is Jeff Chisholm with STR Home Financing. And today I'm going to be covering a very popular topic, which is scaling, how to build a portfolio, and more specifically, what are some financing avenues that people are using to build a portfolio and what does it look like? So I tell clients all the time, we are typically not working on a deal with a client. We are typically building a relationship to help them build a portfolio of these types of short-term rental properties. So, you know, the common answers that are questions that I get are how much do I qualify for? You know, if I want to buy another one, what does that look like? And I would say on average, when we have consultation calls and we have a few questions that we ask before that phone call, one of them is, is how many properties, how many short-term rentals would you like to own? And I would say on average, it's five to six. So people typically, their time frame is they want to do that within the next five to six years. But then the questions start to come up you know, how do I qualify? How many can I do? So we are definitely able to answer those questions, advise people on what the financing avenue and lanes look like. And there's no one answer for every person. So everyone's different. Everyone has their own financial picture. There are some commonalities, but for the most part, People are unique when it comes to their their financial makeup and uh, what their profile looks like. So I'll just give you kind of some common avenues through these hundreds of conversations that I've had around short-term rental financing. So this is 100% of our business. 90% of our clients are using the 10% down second home occupancy loan. So two different loans there. One is kind of the fanny standard two years of, of tax returns or documentable income through W-2s or pay statements. So that fully qualifying loan that doesn't take into consideration that this property is going to be generating income when they're not staying in the property. So you can't use that income for qualifying. You have to be able to absorb that PITI payment into your ratios and still be below a certain standard. So where that can be a prohibitor or maybe would be the other 10% of my clients is for typically people that are self-employed and they don't fit in that box. They never have, they never will, and they're okay with that, but they're just happy that we have some alternatives to that box, that Fannie Mae type box. So we do have a 10% down second home occupancy bank statement loan. So that bank statement loan looks like providing 12 to 24 months worth of bank statements. We extrapolate a income calculation from that. And that amount is much higher than they would show on a tax return because of the allowable write-offs that IRS will let you use. So there's still debt to income ratio standards on that bank statement loan, but it still has the option for 10% down and we cannot use that potential income to qualify. So the other product is D DSCR, debt service coverage ratio. 
It is one of the easiest loans that we use in the short-term rental space because the product was designed for long-term rentals. So this is typically used when, you know, you've got a tax return that doesn't show to be very strong because we don't use income to qualify you for this DSCR loan, personal income. The income that we use to qualify and get the approval for on the DSCR loan is the potential rental income that's going to come via an appraisal or historical data from the seller or from AirDNA. So DSCR is the, the easiest loan that we do. So if I can take that bit of information and now I'll put it into what does it look like to scale? So like I said, 90% of our clients use that 10% down staying at home occupancy loan. So the idea there is maxing that opportunity out as much as you possibly can. And for some people that'll be, you can buy five of those or use five of those loans before you max out your debt to income ratio. Some people it's going to be one, but how many can you do? So they, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac will allow you to have up to 10 mortgages in your name. And there's nothing to say that all 10 of those spots could not have been a loan that was originated as a second home occupancy loan. So you got 10 spots potentially for some people, you can do one of those now. Some of those people, you could do maybe two a year in different destination areas. And I've got different information out there about, you know, some of those basics around the 10% down second home occupancy loan that you can reference in earlier episodes. But, you know, the thing to consider with scaling, how can you use that loan again, that's not very well known is that you can use that short-term rental income from the first property towards qualifying after you've had it on one tax return. So, you know, let's say you bought one in January, February, went into service in March, you received income up until December that next year. You claim that income minus your write-offs, of course, and, and you're able to use that into your income calculation. So the hope or the strategy could be that you show enough income to offset the majority of that monthly obligation to the property. So let's say you made $12,000 in income that you're going to claim from the property. You're going to divide that by 12. So a thousand, a thousand dollars would go towards offsetting, uh, that mortgage obligation. So, and I'm sorry, yeah, a thousand dollars would go towards the monthly mortgage debt. So your PITI payment, so that's going to be offset, potentially put you in a position where you free up debt to income ratio space, and you can go and do another second home occupancy loan. The other thing to consider there, uh, because I want you to take full advantage of what these properties bring, and that would be the tax benefit. So we can add back in accelerated depreciation if you're claiming it for that first year. So don't feel hesitant to execute on that because you feel like it may take away from your qualifying income. It won't. So that's a way to potentially maybe do one a year with the 10% down second home occupancy loan. The bank statement loan may need be another opportunity to scale that way. And then if you are trying to accelerate faster than maybe one a year, the DSCR may be the avenue that you pursue there. With the DSCR, 
if you have owned a cash flow producing property within the past 12 months for at least 12 months, then you're considered an experienced investor. That's 20% down. The DSCR loan can be done as a new investor. You just need to be prepared to put down 25%. So hopefully that helps. Always glad to have a further discussion on this topic of scaling. Our team is very experienced in having those conversations. So that is definitely something that would look very different from a conversation standpoint with a loan officer that typically only helps people buy primary residences is what are those other avenues to help me scale? So look forward to having those conversations. Go to my website, strhomefinancing.com to schedule. Until next time, take care. Jeff Chisholm is a registered mortgage loan officer, NMLS 673623 for North Point Bank, NMLS 447490. North Point Bank is an equal housing lender. All programs and products discussed on the show are subject to change without notice.